It's gonna be good. beautiful people. It's me, Jenny D from Spill With Me, Jenny D podcast. You know, I'm sitting here with Colleen and she, I had a conversation today with two people and they were giving me some advice about my podcast. And when Colleen walked in the door, Colleen, say hi to the listeners. Hi everybody. (laughs) It's Colleen. Like you know her already. Just pretend (laughs) you do. But I said to her, I want to kind of go in a different direction. I want to talk about things and I want to be honest And just say what you're feeling. I don't want to sound like we're rehearsed in this world because I feel like we're always tiptoeing, trying to be something we're not. And both of us, Colleen, off the air, we both said we are women in our 50s who are struggling a little bit, trying to reinvent ourselves, being the best version of ourselves. Don't, Don't you think, Colleen? Yes, I absolutely agree. What do you think it is? Well, I think it's when you take that leap, which is a good thing. And you say, hey, I might be better than what I'm currently doing in a a profession or where you think that you are. And when you have that deep instinct that you can say, you know what, I know I'm meant to be great, to do great things. Right. But tell me, why is it taking so long? Why didn't I, you know, I think about the college kids. I think about my daughter. We think about your boys. They're going for a major, right? Yeah. Okay. I, I went for broadcasting. And a theater minor, what did you go for? Accounting. Accounting. What was your minor? No minor. Oh, no minor? So we both went Mm -hmm. to Westminster, Mm -hmm. and we haven't talked about (laughs) if we were in a sorority. We might be in a fight pretty soon, so. (laughs) We both. I got along with everybody. She's two years younger. I older. Older. She's two years older. I got along with everybody. Oh, okay. All right. Let's go at it. Okay, so I was a Zeta. I was Thymu. By that's when the, the chapter first, they, it was, I think it was my sophomore year and the chapter just came onto campus and I was like one of the founding You were a members. founding member. And there was a bunch of, a bunch of us that joined and yeah, I mean, I thought about joining Zeta. Well, okay. So yeah. did you have to go through Rush? Um, I, no. Well, we participated, I think, after. It was weird because we weren't, we were like the founding members. So I think when we were looking for people, I did, I personally didn't go through Rush. I didn't either. Oh, okay. I, I was, oh, okay. Um, I transferred into Westminster. Oh, okay. One of my okay. best friends growing up, Renee, she ended up getting in and I didn't. So I had to wait a semester at CCAC. So I come in, I'm there in January, it's J term. You, you remember yeah. J, they don't oh, have yeah. that anymore. And I said, we're going off on a tangent, but we'll get back to the workforce and being in your 50s. Kind of mold you. Your college years sort yeah. of mold you into who you are today. Yes. But, uh, for instance, so I, I transfer into Westminster. I'm there a week. One week. Okay. All of a sudden, 
my friend Renee, she, I was rooming with this other girl named Jen. Everybody in my sorority was named Jen. Yeah. <laughs> that was a common name back common then. Common name. And they come running up to Hillside. That's where I live. And they're like, Jen, Jen, we want you to be a Zeta. We want you to be a Zeta. They were going through Rush at that point, and they wanted to snap bid me, which is, if you don't know what snap bid means, it means they needed an extra person, basically. Just come on in. Did they really? They didn't even know me. And they wanted to be friends with me because they just needed another person. Oh, my God, I feel horrible now. <laughs> They're like, Here, think, here's I'm, your dues. Here you go, Jenny. Five come on in. <laughs> Join us. My mom used to say, you're buying your friends. But, no, I loved it. I loved every yeah, minute of it. I'm glad I did it. It's a good group it. of people. Yeah, and Westminster, Colleen, don't you love how small it was? Well, I think, I think that was, yes, I do. I did. Um, I think it was a great opportunity where, especially if you didn't want a large university, you still got all, you know, the perks of just being at school away from home, you know, and, and it was kind of that small, small town feel, obviously it definitely right. was. Cause Are you a Pittsburgher? Um, I, I never lived in the city. I lived in a small town, so I never thought when we go to, live? I was, I born and raised in West Newton. Where are you? Yeah. Okay. I was yeah. like Brentwood. I was everywhere. So, you know, it, it was a good school, a lot of great possibility, a lot of memories. Right. Um, I just think that sometimes then, as opposed to now, like when I look at my son at Slippery Rock, he has my a... My son goes to Slippery Rock. Yeah, we talked That's about right. that. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so we have, a, we have a lot of my similarities. My memory, okay, Colleen, it's going. <laughs> but they have a lot of opportunity right now at school I don't know that we did like I feel like they're already getting them ready for life now does that mean that they'll forever be in a career that they're in and that they they won't want to change it absolutely not that that means nothing all I'm saying is is you know we were just it was a different time but it's so So, it's so unfair if you think about it you know I went you went for accounting I went for broadcasting so as soon as we graduated you know, and like you said, it was a different time. I felt like, okay, I have to go out there, audition at radio, TV stations, because I wanted to be on air. I basically wanted to be on air. And when they shoot you down that first time and say, you know what, you can't be on air. Yeah. First of all, you know, we they have a lot of newscasters that have been there for a number of years that are seasoned, that yeah. have all the opportunities, and they have all the experience mm-hmm. that I don't have so you have to work your way up uh, you know but I didn't give up I made sure that I started an AM radio station then I went to TV but when you went for accounting did you feel like okay this is it this is what I have to do because I went to school for accounting right yes were you happy no first couple years yes but then I, I think I chose the major based on well, I'm here. Do I really even know what I want to do? And then it was like, well, this this would get me a good job, or I can right. do math. About the money, and you... maybe the money. Like I could, I could make a good living. But did I really dig deep and say, who who am I? Right. And what is it that I should be doing in What's this life? What's our passion? Right. But you know, as moms too. I felt like my role was okay, Jen. Your career, put it on hold. Yeah, you gotta broadcast degree, bachelor's degree, but guess what? You can't do anything with it now because you got to raise those kids. Your husband's got to go to work. Your job isn't going to pay the bills. 
Did you feel that way? I, yes and no. Um, A part of me, when, when I had, when my son was born, I wanted to be at home. I wanted to get him to a place where I felt comfortable, whatever that means. Not just saying, okay, he's a baby and just put him. I wanted to be able to kind of maybe mold him or just spend time with him and not just say, well, I'm going to rush back to work. I was hoping that my time, my career had already happened and then I could be with him. Then Then I thought, no, I don't know that I'm cut out to be a stay at home mom, but started thinking about you know, is this really what I want to do and show my kids? Like, is this, here's what I'm doing and I'm good at it and I'm happy. So what's the best version of myself? Exactly. And it took me so long, which I am so grateful for everything that has happened up to this point. We can't have regrets. Right. Because you, right. And that's, I think, I think that's a true when you're true to yourself mm-hmm. absolutely and a, a true version of saying you know I made mistakes but I'm willing to start over I and if that. that means start over I love that I made mistakes but I'm willing to start over yeah there's nothing we wrong have, like, with the that same mindset here I think we're sisters and I think we probably are <laughs> what did they say sisters we're from another sister, mystery or, or, well yeah they say what do they say? Brothers from another mother, but we're not <laughs> we're not brothers. Oh, we can right. we can use that term. That's right. We can use that term. But yeah, I mean, I and I think right now the pandemic, I think, had changed That's a exactly lot for women, especially. Said. Yes. We're saying, you know what? It's either I'm meant to do bigger things, I'm not doing this, I'm standing oh up gosh, for what I believe exactly. in, I'm going to say it how it is, whatever the case may be. Right. It's really, basically, I think a lot of people feel more empowered to with, do things. Oh my gosh, with you saying that, Colleen, it's so true. You're speaking my language. That's exactly how I felt. I felt like, you know, I'm not over yet. This isn't the end of Jenny. D. This is only the beginning of Jenny D. That's right. And that's when I felt empowered to do mm-hmm. something because people were crying for help. Like, please talk to me. Let's share these stories. You know, but you and I are sharing the story of being in our 50s and realizing, wait, we have something to offer. Exactly. You know, we have some expertise in something. Because I think we, yeah. well, I'm not going to say we, but for myself, I felt like I don't really have anything to offer the community or to anyone. But you do. I didn't realize that. You do. And the platform in which you're providing people to just speak, regardless of what it is, you know, this is this is huge. I think it's huge. So you do. You have a ton to offer. You have a ton to offer people, community, whomever, I women that. especially. Right. If that's the focus, and if you're trying to find your niche or not, that's, you know, whatever, whatever speaks to you, I think is you're giving back and you're doing something that the, this community needs, we need. Absolutely. Thank you so much for that. Because I feel like I'm testing the waters right now with my stories. I don't know what everybody's looking for because you may be wanting to listen to a podcast about self-help or maybe you want to listen to because you've been in the makeup line as well beauty Mm -hmm. that maybe you want to see somebody else's point of view 
So I don't know yet where I'm targeting or focusing on, but I'll get there. Well, for me, I can tell you, I listen to a lot of podcasts and they range. Yes. And it's either, I just like to do that because I, on top of the meditation or whatever I'm doing, that seems to be another part of my day. And it could range from just listening to somebody talking spiritual to somebody talking about business and just saying, hey, best version of you, here it is, to somebody just saying, you know what, I'm going to be very real on here. We're going to talk about my life, and this is my life in a nutshell, and 50 minutes of their life or whatever the case. So I think um, people being real and raw and honest on a video or an audio, yes. I think true authentic selves and people being their true authentic self is what everybody needs, but a lot of people don't do it and they don't do it. So like in the workforce, they don't do it. We're hiding behind something. We're not real. We're afraid to be real. Yes, why are we hiding behind things? I do feel like that too. I Sometimes I meet people and I can almost tell going to some of these networking groups, you've been to a lot of them as well, mm-hmm. and I can kind of wean out a little bit of the people mm-hmm. that are not authentic and they're just here to kind of advertise what they're doing yeah. and try to get you to just spend money with them and right. not really be your friend and right. encourage you or be that that person like you're almost like your cheering section. I found exactly. that in my and Gina and my friends um, Stacy and Christiana, like they're my cheering section. But now I'm meeting more and more people that are are like that too. And yeah. you will. I feel like you're one of them. <laughs> you're gonna attract you. You attract that. Right. To, in my opinion, you attract that. Like you're so do you're you. being so honest. You. You're always every time I see you. You're always happy, upbeat, bubbly. So do you think that's me hiding behind my no. insecurities? No. So I feel the trueness yeah. and the genuineness right. in that. See, I think I think women, I think we can deep down feel disingenuous. Dis, is that a word? Yeah. Disingenuine. I don't ask disingen- me to say it because I... <laughs> Not being genuine. How about right. that? Um, very kind of just knowing that it's kind of, I don't want to say fake and phony, but it's, right. there's a reason behind the action. Exactly. We get that. We have that intuition. We do we have know that, that intuition. Yes. And I almost think that when you are at these networking groups and you find those those groups of people that you know, hey, this is a good circle. Yeah. You, can, you know, you can honestly yeah. find them. And I found that with you because we didn't even know each other. Isn't that crazy? I know. Though? But I feel like I've known you forever. I know. Isn't that, isn't that crazy? <laughs> it's like, wait, what? What? Who are you? We know each other. <laughs> we do because you have the greatest smile. You oh, light up a thanks. room when you walk in because you can tell that you're you're there. Whatever you need, you know, you'll be there for someone. So why did you take this leap to go into your own business? Because I knew, first of all, I wasn't happy, yeah. and I knew I was I was drawn. I was I was created for something greater. There had to right. be, and I know you I have settling. an ability to either mentor people and what I already knew, what I had gone through, what I felt, right. what what should be happening, what needs to be happening, what can make everybody either the better versions of themselves 
or just even in a workplace, just making it more cohesive. Look, there's there's no, you know, we have the ladder, we have the titles, we oh, have the whole yes. thing in a workplace. Is it needed? I don't know. You know, my husband has, yes, he has a team of people. Does he yes. act like the so top leader? No, he does not. You're, no. No, and, he does not. And, and I think that, do we need those? No. no. Do we need it? No. Because guess what? But they, they need their team. Ex- exactly. If they don't have their team, they're not doing anything. Exactly. So if we can try to get that, and I like that idea, what you're thinking, is try to get people to think we're a team, we're not individual. Yeah. You know, you think about sports. I mean, this is a little bit off the tangent, but think about our kids growing up. The sports and any of the activities, when you have kids in high school, I'm just, I have two in college now, you have college, so we've been there. The intensity of parents and kids saying my kid's number one or my kid's the priority it's not a team effort it becomes individual in some sports do you see that and it's it's absolutely a team they don't work cohesively if they don't work together no there's no we always we've heard this that there's no i in team right so it 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 I think that goes across the board with everything, with life, with everything. Right. And I've found that I started coaching people without getting paid, if I can just be completely yes. honest. Oh, people yeah. are, people are, I think, craving that. They're craving the ability or the idea of saying, hey, like, if I can talk to you, help me with, let me understand this. What should I say in this situation? And I just, I feel like that's what I was, I was meant to, to do, do. Yes. or to just share, you know, personal stories of things that happened. That's like, right. yeah, we, 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 we've got to get to a better place. We got, we all need to be cohesive, whether exactly. it's a work environment, whether it's women supporting women, women support men, women supporting women, right. whatever it is in the business aspect. I mean, we all have to come together. We're all, we all have the same goal in mind, if you think about it, but there are people out there that maybe are doing a job that they don't have the passion like you have for yours and I have for mine. Right. So if you don't, if you're not having that passion and you know, guess what? I'm in a pickle. I need to have this job. I need to make this money. I, you know, okay, girls, you can sit there on your soapbox and talk about, oh, look at us. We're so, you know, we're doing our own business. Well, guess what? I have to work at this job that I don't want to work at. So how do you tell them like what they're doing is so great? for what they're doing for their family or for themselves, but they have to feel that way that we feel. How do you get that across? I think that I think that's all comes from a place of fear. You know, if you don't take the leap, like if you're doing something and you're not really happy doing it, mm-hmm. you'll keep doing it because the other side of it is the fear. If it's I take so a leap, you know, the fear of somebody saying, well you know what, that's silly. Why are you doing that? Or the fear of failing or the fear. It's all fear, but not realizing that other side after the fear can bring you so much happiness. Oh my gosh, yes. The happiness, I'm telling you, I'm not an expert, but the way I feel with this podcast being my baby and it's all my own, and doing my editing and doing my audio might not be the greatest yet, but I'm learning. And but I'm you learning. can tell you're you you can tell you're happy when you do oh, it. I love it. I'm fulfilled. I'm fulfilled yeah. right now. Yeah. And I feel like that you're going to be there too because you've already you started in August mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. this um, coaching with Colleen, yeah. 
I love it. You can be my coach. It's and it's <laughs> it's and it's happening, you know. So it's coming from my brain, you know. So being an accountant, being kind of very just Numbers do this. Yes. So I am not what I'm not good with is all the marketing, all of the things behind it, getting myself out there. Now I'm great with networking, approaching people, referrals, all of that. It's just now I have to get, so I had to just jump in and say, well, where, where, where's my need? I want to do this, but to get there, my marketing has to take off my, you know, my visibility has to take off. That's the only way people are going to know about me. And so it's starting to, so, but yeah, yeah right, you, have you have to, and you got to tap into people to say, help, I know, <laughs> help me. Right. And that's the hardest part is, you know, there are people out there that are willing to help, but yeah. everything has a cost to it. Yes, it does. And so I'm like a one man band, like as far as marketing, uh, that was, well, that was sort of in my major. So I'm thinking I'm going to pay somebody to do marketing when I really should know how to market, but marketing yourself is Tough. so different. Right? Okay, I'm glad you said that. So I will tell you, I taught myself how to use Canva, and oh. I started doing graphics. Okay, I don't know how to do that. And I'm, I was very happy with myself, because that's where I would do my proposals. So I would write up a proposal for a client and send it, and that's that's where my And it looks so pretty? And it looks pretty. <laughs> but I tell you what, just then going, okay, now what? You know, really, when I said be authentically you, which is when Beauty Counter, that's what Beauty Counter taught me was to just literally be like, I'm me all the time. Like, I believe in that company and that brand so much that I can tell you. What did they do? Because there's so many beauty things out there. What did that company do? Was it makeup or they do? They have have everything. It's all skincare. It's skincare. Okay. But they're the, the cleanest version that I know of that... They are, you know, they're advocating for change. They're nice. advocating for change in beauty laws and so that, that really, we don't have. Right. And that spoke to me. That spoke to me because of my whole, you know, how I live. Right. You know, the wellness, the working out, the watching what we eat, how, you know, what I buy at the grocery store, what I make. And then it's like that was the missing piece of the puzzle. Yeah. And then it gave me so much more. But when you think about, I always say like, yeah. Be be authentic, and then when I go to my my social media, I'm like, ah, what? How do uh, I promote myself? I know. Do you know how hard that it's is so for me? I need somebody else to promote me. It's almost like, it's. But, am I afraid uh, to do it? Wait a minute. You said you want to be true to yourself, so why can't you just be who you are? Exactly. So then what it's like, you, that's your what fear. am I supposed to say? Yes. And then it's I overthink everything. We all do. You just have to just take the leap. You have to just do it. Right? That's what you've been saying this Mm -hmm. whole podcast is take the leap of faith. Mm -hmm. Because, yeah, you are going to get, you may get some people that don't really enjoy you or don't want to listen to you. That's fine. They'll click off. That's right. But then when you get those people that are engaged and that they want to hear more, Mm -hmm. that's all you need. And it's a quick, yes. hey. Yeah, (laughs) I know. I feel like, you know, with my podcast just being audio, I'm going to start doing video because I want people to see me and to really get to know me as a person, as a podcaster as well, as a host. Yeah. Because I feel like my guests and, you know, it's a good thing for them too because I feel like then people will see and it's this is real. We're not on this stage. I'm in a library right now with my little contraption here. Which is so cute. <laughs> but Which I mean, I I, Colleen and I have been wanting to talk about it because, you know, with being in our 50s, we're trying to really invent ourselves. Yeah. 
And I think that coaching with Colleen is going to be great for people. You may get some small business owners. You may get some big mm-hmm. corporate um, corporate people yeah. that really need your help. And it's sky's the limit for you, girl. Thanks. I hope so. I'm just super excited to be on the journey because it's just I feel fulfilled. I feel I feel great. I've this is the best I've ever felt because you're helping someone. Mm-hmm. In like all aspects, so right. just physically, mentally, you know. Plus, I want to take care of my. I always did, but I want to take care of myself even more. Oh, and then it just portrays at. to my entire family, like you know, look what you can do. Like look, look where you can be. I mean. Right. Don't ever stop believing in yourself. No, and don't take those jobs. I mean, as much as there's, it's hard to even find people in certain kind of occupations right now, but don't take that job that you feel belittled. I mean, That's I'll f- never forget. I'm not going to mention her name. I worked at QED when I first got out of, well, oh, I, I worked you. at the radio station. Then I went to QED, and I was a marketing coordinator or assistant. Okay. A woman was on maternity leave, so I took her job. And I was basically, I felt horrible. Every day I did not want to go to that job, but I knew I needed the experience. And it was a woman that was my boss. And she's like, make my nail appointment, clean out my closet, clean out my fridge. I felt like, is this my purpose? Is this what I'm supposed to be doing? But back then, you don't know any better. So my words of advice would be, no, go in there and say, you know what? I didn't sign up for this. I know I'm not making that much money here. Say no. Or this, this doesn't fit what I want to do. This is not exactly what I thought the job description was going to be. Say no. Did you see, I guess it's going viral on TikTok, the girl that, um, and her boss isn't much older than her, and I want to say that it's real estate, but she wrote her boss an email about, hey, I felt like you undermined me when you sent this email. Yes. Um, she basically was very honest with her. And her boss came back and was like, I am so sorry. I did not mean to do that. I did not mean to undermine you. I know you, what wow. a boss should do. You know what? But, but it goes along with your point to, is, yeah, you know, the, she was in her, tw- basically she's saying, you know what? This is how I feel and I'm going to tell you. Right. See, most people just say, well, it's a job. I better not say anything. I need the job. Right. Better not. We have to stand communicate. up and we have to communicate. Right. And there's no reason. For, you wouldn't take that from anyone else, especially not in your family. Right. So why is that acceptable in the workplace? It's exactly. not. It never is. No. And if you question it, if you question it and say, is this part of the job description? Why right. am I doing this? Or why are you why are you treating me this way? Then there's it's probably it's a real. red flag. It's a red flag. And that's, you know, I wish I had that tougher skin back me then. Me too. Me too. Because I didn't put my foot down and I was, you know, belittled and you know, and you know, with all this well, I'm not even gonna touch on that. But I feel like with you and I, we've got the same goals. Oh yeah. We see the big picture. Yeah. And I'm going for it all. Yeah. And you are. And, and you, I'm so proud of you. St- oh, you're so sweet. And I'm so proud of I'm you. Proud and of you. you. I'm proud of you. And I love how we just have, yeah, you, you have that goal. It's like nothing's going to stop you. You know where. You know what isn't going to stop you. You yes. know what's not going to get in your way. Right. And everything else is just right. fair and game. I'm human. Like you are. I mean, we have our bad days. Right. 
you know, I might be depressed one day, or, you know, I'm not happy with what I look like or this and that. We have those insecurities. Mm-hmm. We're like everybody else. Mm-hmm. But you just got to pick yourself up and say, okay, you know, you're not perfect, but guess what? There's someone out there that may need you. So get your butt in the studio. <laughs> I call this my studio. Shh, don't tell them. <laughs> it is. We pretend it it's is. It's my little studio. It is. It is. <laughs> so um, we don't want to wrap it up just yet. I want you to really focus on talking about this coaching with Colleen, because is there any way that someone can get in touch with you if they're looking for someone like you? Yeah, so I'm on LinkedIn, Colleen Manzini, you'll find me. I'm there. I have a website, ColleenManzini.com. Um, oh, that's can easy. reach out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> super easy. Tried, we tried to make it as super, super as easy as possible. Right. Um, you know, Facebook, you can find me, but again, that's more, actually, it's Colleen Manzini Beauty Coaching Connecting is the, is the Facebook uh, group. Okay. So it's Colleen Manzini Beauty Coaching Connecting. And again, so what already the... Do you do the, this on Zoom or do you... How do you talk to people? So right now, a couple of the, my clients that I do have, you know, we, we talk on the phone or I go and visit them. Right. Um, it's basically whatever their needs are. Like right now, one of the... One of my clients that I have is just looking to keep... You know, it's a um, contracting business like HVAC. And he's kind of saying... You know, I just want to keep my people. I want to keep them. How do I keep them engaged? People how come do and I go, keep them? Right. You know, do I send them to networking events? What do I do? Like, how, we know how to we know how to operate a system. We know how to you know right. fix an HVAC unit. But what do I do with if I have good people? How do I keep them? Right. And oh, by the way, I need all of these things in place so that they don't take advantage. Maybe it's an employee handbook. Maybe it's well, I don't go there with that. I can give you a connection of people I know that can help you with that. My expertise, where I came in, was just saying to him, "Listen, here's how, here's the steps we're going to do. Like we're going to talk to you separately, then we're going to talk to your staff separately." Allow them to network. Allow them to go to a luncheon and network and find right. referrals. Um, g- keep them engaged Make with them things. Feel Make them feel important. Job, it's yes. not just go do this job. Go out there. This job's needed. Okay, Boring. clock in, clock out. Yeah. Make it make it to a point where however whatever your hours are, whatever right. you're doing, make them want to come back to you. Yes, to get up in the morning. And, and say, he's so excited because he's like, oh my God, Colleen, that's so easy. But again, he he couldn't he, wrap his right. head around it. Well, and because that's, that's his expertise is right. what he, his job and what he owns. The people around him are going to be the people he delegates to, but he can't be, I mean, he is their friend, but he also has to be their mentor. But he has to show them that, guess what, I'm not, like you said, a title. I'm not that top person, and you guys are below me. We're work, we have to work. This system only works together. And that's what he wants. He's like, yeah, I started it, but, like, we all work the same. We all, if, if, if something needs fixed, we all go do it, or whoever's available. Right. If somebody's off, somebody else works on it. Like, it's not about, well... I'm going to sit here and do this. I'm going to tell you what to do. The only way that that business will grow and that he'll keep the people that he has or that he can mentor them is if they're all created equal. Even you can have a business owner, but that just doesn't mean that we have to start, you know, tagging titles to everybody. I think, I think that happens, especially in corporations. Yes, you have to do it. Fine. You need a title for 
a pay grade, whatever right. the case they may know be. More than we do, so but get... but do you do you need a title for a pay grade? Like if you really think about it, and again, I think that goes way above what I would ever even want to get into or even right. have the knowledge to do. But if you take that pay title or that title to another level and make people feel that they're lesser than because you have a title and they don't, that's not what this is about. That's not, that's not why people are working. People are working because they may be good at what they're doing and they need the pay and they enjoy it. Are they looking for more money when you're saying to make them happy? Do you have to reward them every year? I think a little increase every year. I think, Right. I definitely, and I mentioned Bonuses. that. I mentioned that to him. I said, right. you know, whatever you need to do to keep the business flowing, and maybe just keep it like know where your expenses are. Like he said, how expensive would that be to send send one person to a luncheon? But it's more to get referrals. Find that group that you can go to to get referrals, right. to get people, to get business. But yes. then make sure if you have, if you're running your business successfully, then. Maybe you take a line item, you know, a, a certain amount of an expense, and you just say, "Look, I'm going to put this aside," and then at Christmas time, everybody gets X, Y, Z. Exactly the same Do thing. It. Yes, or something. Right. But the goal they have to have an incentive. Yeah. People need an incentive. You want something to look forward to. You want something to drive you every day. Of, you know, maybe I'm going to get more listeners or followers. You know, and, and you're just going to I'm going to get more people that I'm helping. So we we need that to fuel us, don't you think? We need that fuel. Yeah, and the the ultimate, I don't care what business you're in and I don't care what you're doing, people want to trust you and they want to like you and they want to feel that bond with you. Right. And then, then there's there's no there's no holds bar there. Like they they're all in. Exactly. Because as soon as they get that warm fuzzy feeling, that's it. Oh yeah. I get it. That's what life's about, you know. Be be you, uh, reinvent, renew yourself, and just kind of just get up every day and say, this is me. That's right. You need my help? I'm here. That's right. You know, and, and both of us are trying to do the best we can. And we got this, girl. Let's we high got five. This. We're high-fiving. We got this. <laughs> we are, we are, we're so good. We're so good. <laughs> I'm, I'm just enjoying that I'm finding a, a lot of men and women that are reinventing themselves in their 50s. It's the new 30s, people. Well, yeah. And <laughs> I think it's, you know, it's, it's again, I think it speaks volumes. It's Is it scary? Yeah, yes. Maybe. But yes. when something speaks to you, you have to go after it. Right. Because if you sit at home and wonder, oh, I love to paint, or I love to do this, or I could never, this won't pay the bills, well, just try it. Do it. I say do it. Yes. Do that. Do that thing that you've been thinking about and see what happens. Totally agree. Colleen and Jenny D say you can do it. <laughs> we both say do it. We won't say just do it. Like I know, Nike. Right. We we'll can't. just say That's their we'll brand. just say do it. <laughs> do it. Oh, Colleen, I thank you so much for thank stopping you. by and getting real with me. Let's get real and and deep and talk about you know what our struggles were with being in our corporate jobs and careers and where we are today in our 50s. Yeah, I appreciate it. Well, thanks for having me. It was very, I love, I love this. I love being able to just be, just Have a conversation. And you, and have a conversation. And I think, I think we need to do more of that. Yes. But I appreciate you 
having me here today as well. Thank you, hon. I know. I guess I'm telling you, I think we will help someone out there. Yes. If we help one person knowing that, you know, look at us, we are able to do what we wanted to do and we're still striving for it and learning. Exactly. It takes, it doesn't take, what do they always say? It doesn't take a um, sprint, not a sprint. I was going to (laughs) say What were you going to say? About the hill? You did, you can, oh, not the marathon or the sprint? Yes, I forget. It's, anyway, if somebody yeah. remembers yes, what it is. You can just, tell us. Just tell us because we don't know. <laughs> I thank you so much for listening to Spill With Me, Jenny D. Take care. Come spill.